0: Hello, and welcome to the Couch Lock Podcast. Yes. Hello. Today, we are watching the Spider-Verse. And I know what you're <laughs> thinking, but no, 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 no. Not that one. And I know what you're thinking now, but no, 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 no. Not that one either. We're watching- And I
1: know what you're thinking now, you fucking nasty. Oh, how Put it away. D-
0: how dare you? Your mom's here. She's looking great, by the way. <laughs> no, we are watching the classic 1990s uh, ninety Spider-Man animated series. The last two episodes, the Spider Wars. Uh, and as always, Nolan is here. Nolan, what is your relationship with this with this show?
1: Uh, this is, might be the first Spider-Man thing I saw. It's very possible. Um,
0: Definitely the first thing that I saw. I want to say first Spider-Man thing that I experienced.
1: Yeah, I had a Spider-Man toy when I was very young. It was like my biggest toy and I fucking loved it. It was like uh like a foot tall just posable Spider-Man action figure. Sick. Yeah, it was rad. But um yeah, I think the mania didn't really hit me until the Tobey Maguire movie came out, but that was like right around the sweet spot of me getting into uh, superheroes anyway. Right. Uh, this came out, this started with the year I was born, so it wasn't, uh, I only caught it in like reruns and shit like that in syndication. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I love this shit. I, yeah.
0: This was, I, I say many, many times that I didn't grow up with like basic cable. And so like Fox Kids and Kids WB were my uh, my television of youth And so, of course, Digimon, of course, uh, which came a little bit later, uh, Power Rangers, the Batman animated series, and this show specifically were my, like, weekday afternoons coming home from school watching that block. So this, it's not my favorite Spider-Man. That honor goes to spectacular, but uh, it is a very nostalgic show for me because I definitely, I definitely grew up, with this show, actually, I had a, a really cool, uh, Green Goblin that was probably probably about a f- foot tall. Um, um, your Spider Man may have been like the same like, uh, design or whatever. Like, incredibly poseable and like had Mine like a very cloth-
1: poseable. It was poseable. Like it, it was like his arm was in a static position, but you could like okay, <laughs> just yeah. rotate it. Uh, did yeah. it have
0: like the the body with was like kind of like a light cloth kind of thing and then like no, have, it have like it was very rubber uh, boots and such.
1: It was all the same sort of like vinyl texture that the Okay. Like, yeah. It wasn't hard to the touch like some action figures were, but it was right. like yeah, it was like vinyl.
0: Well, um yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna watch this. Uh We did just see uh, Spider across the Spider Verse. Actually, I saw it again with Brian and Whitney on on Tuesday. Um, a A week or so out from it. What are your without getting into major spoilers? Although I'm (laughs) sure you people have seen it by now. But uh, what are your what are your thoughts on on that movie and those movies in general?
1: I think that. Well, I mean, they're the new standard in animation. 100%. In terms of, like, just spectacle and craft, I think that they have, like, they're the high point for any animated film. Yeah, I think that's... And they they definitely held up in the sequel to that reputation that they gained with the first one. Uh, Other than that, I think that the story really, like, Hits on a lot of things that, like, I think are central to the Spider-Man ethos. It's all about, like, coming of age and, you know, it's it's moving past the growing pains of, like, self-acceptance into, okay, now what is my role in the world? Like, what, right. how can I find a place to to make my abilities meaningful and do right by the people around me? And it's also, like, I got a, a pretty good commentary about, uh like, the... The problems with uh, structural authority and sort of the negotiating power and how it, how it uh, yeah.
0: corrupts and manifests. I mean, even leaving aside how um, how beautifully and craftfully animated those movies are without being pretentious or precious about it, you know, like they're gorgeous, and yeah. every move is like done really well. But I never get the sense of it, like it being masturbatory.
1: Yeah, I think it's because they're self-consciously comic book styles. Oh, and, it's always yeah, yeah,
0: and that's like that's kind of the thing. Like I'm a firm believer that animation is that l- every at ad- every adaptation to a new medium brings with it compromises and uh and restraints. Going from one medium, whether it's from Novelization or comic books or whatever to live action or animation. But I'm a firm believer that Animation is a cleaner transition from from comic books than live action. But I think Spider-Man is one of those characters that really benefits From having the freedom that animation brings. Like, I've enjoyed to some extent or another pretty much every Spider-Man live action movie or like his uh his like his role in the Avengers movies or whatever. Yeah. But it's always limited to a certain extent just by the nature of like physics and stuff, even with CGI, of what you can do with a character, but like what you can do like, dynamically with that character in animation is a lot more free and a lot more uh, engaging. So, I... yeah, I've really enjoyed both of those. I don't... They... Movie-wise, they might be my favorite uh, Spider-Man movies, even though, like, I didn't grow up on the Ultimate comics, so I don't really care that much about miles outside of those of those movies but
1: I I I think miles is like essential to updating and reinstilling I think he did actually what uh fucking spider-man 2099 was supposed to do in that like reinvigorating the the yeah. uh, youth Interest in Spider-Man, I guess he has kind of a built-in sort of audience with children. Anyway, like right. people can recognize Spider-Man, like it, even just down to like his color palette and things like that. He's I one mean, of he, the most globally recognized he, figures. It
0: it fluctuates, but it is constantly Spider-Man, Batman, and Superman as the most popular. For like yeah. the last 50, 60 years. The Absolutely. most popular like superhero, like comic book superheroes that there there are. And like there's a whole conversation. Uh, if Like if you visit this Spider-Man subreddit, it's a constant conversation about like how Marvel editorial refuses to let Spider-Man grow up. Like anytime that like he's married to Mary Jane or has kids or whatever um they always find some way to, to retcon it and send him back to being a between 25 and 35 years old. He's been stuck in for a long time, which is a general complaint I have about comic books that like
1: arrest in development.
0: Yeah. Like there's so many, but it's just like there's always a hard brick wall of progression and uh, it'd be more it'd be more interesting to me and I think to a lot of people to like see a character be allowed to to grow up and go through changes and then just like you know re- reboot the thing like DC does a little bit better with this at least in the last like 20 years or so of like reaching a point and then like okay we've told the stories we can really tell we've reached our end point, so let's go back and new 52 and there's been a one yeah. another one more recently since then. There was like, okay, we're going to start fresh with these characters.
1: Yeah. We've often seen Bruce Wayne portrayed as an old man, stuff like that. And yeah. seeing like the toll that being Batman has like held on his life. And yeah, you can tell a different kind of story whenever you allow your, your characters to mature, but yeah, there's something to in, in his benefit of being a youthful character. But Yeah, I think Miles allows, like we saw in this series of movies uh, so far, that uh, yeah, Miles allows for Spider-Man to be seen as like a, you know, like a uh, more of a mentor, a leader, (laughs) a great mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Um.
0: So yeah, uh, this show, along with most. Spider content uh, is on Disney Plus or probably other places if you don't have that, if you want to watch along, but we're going to go watch those episodes and we'll be right back after we do that and talk about it. So, see you in a minute.
1: All right, and we're back. We are. We have returned from the Spider-Verse to our home reality
0: Yes, where we are not <laughs> men spiders or multi-billionaires or comic book <laughs> characters, but we'll get into all of that. So uh, we're picking up from the Secret Wars arc mm-hmm. where uh, Madam Web and the Beyonders sends our Spider-Man to deal with some Doctor Doom shit with the Avengers. It's It's a good time should watch that but it's also like five episodes on its own so mm-hmm. you know do that on your own time uh and spider-man is sent to a world where uh new york is uh gets 9-11 a little bit early yeah
1: uh, more 9-11 like
0: yeah like Super 9-11 11/100. yeah
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a much more powerful strain of 9-11 yeah
0: uh very very 9-11 uh Aunt May is gone, it's all gone to shit, and apparently it's all Spider-Man's fault, or this Spider-Man, of this of this reality. Uh, the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin are terrorizing the city, uh, attacking the Bugled and all kinds of heinous shit, and all under Spider-Man's orders. It's crazy. Yeah. The... S- the goblin still a satellite dish or something while Spider-Man is confronted by Spider-Carnage, which, if you haven't seen, is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. He's Spider-Man, but he's Carnage, and he's, he's in, in blackface. He is
1: in blackface. <laughs> that is a main uh, through line with his design. Yeah. That's how you know he's evil. Which,
0: I mean, that's, that's fair. Um. Uh, Spider Man is transported away by Madame Web and the Beyonder. <laughs>
1: um, and which, but the Beyonder, his design—he looks like I don't know. He he looks like a high fashion Wolverine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that <laughs> with his hairstyle. Yeah, it's such a '90s way to draw hair. Yeah, for the, sure. Yeah, the two horns. He's also got these big like shoulder loops. Look at the Beyonder's design, in this is all I'm saying he's He's just so of the times yeah he's he's flexing hard uh
0: madame Webb enlists a squadron of spider men's from different dimensions to help our our main sp- our main spider man among them is uh is a man spider uh spider man that had a mutation disease and has uh four extra limbs uh there's an armored spider who I believe is one of the. It's been a minute since I played, but I believe he's one of the uh, like extra suits that you get in the Insomniac uh, Spider-Man or something. Yeah, something like him is is in there. Um, he's a prick.
1: Uh, yeah, he's a rich asshole. Nothing, yeah, nothing wrong has ever really gone. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, nothing nothing <laughs> wrong has ever gone his way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything goes his way. Nothing's ever gone wrong is what <laughs> have <to Yeah>. say. <laughs> that's a nice little <laughs> malapropism though yeah, that's some soprano no- shit right there.
0: <laughs> nothing wrong has ever gone his way <laughs> um, <laughs> um let's see. There's also a uh there's ben riley uh
1: <laughs> whose well defined sp- musculature is filling out uh the scarlet spider suit
0: yeah and uh the, uh, the Spider Carnage is from his universe. There's a whole thing of if he's the clone or if uh Spider Carnage is the clone. That's just kind of left in the air and never really yeah
1: resolved. It's kind of it's kind of implied that Ben is is the actual original Peter Parker later on, and that yeah Spider Carnage was the clone, and that's why he hates Ben Riley even more right. so than he did previous. But, yeah. Uh,
0: I want, like...
1: I get if you're the clone,
0: you wouldn't... I guess it depends on the cloning process or whatever. But it seems like I can get the clone not knowing, but you'd think the original would know. Like, I stepped into the machine or well, whatever.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, if you have all the same memories, then right. that's the problem. Yeah. Is that, like... Yeah, that's kind of the main issue with clones is that if they have, al- if, if it's like the, the sort of cartoon cloning that we see where like it's just another you, like down to the, the molecule, then like that's where the struggle with identity comes in. But uh, ultimately, the, the same is true as it is of like any, like as cloning would probably be in the real world where like it would just be another person. Right. You know, they just happen to have your genetic material.
0: I'm trying to think, There, I feel like there's a show or a movie or something that, like, that I can't remember right now what it is, that that's, like, a central theme.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's around in a lot of stuff, but, uh, yeah, there is something specific, I think, that, like, deals with that. It was, like, a prestige TV show not too long ago, mm-hmm. I think, um, but, yeah, uh. Damn, that's that's fucking me up. Well anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you
0: know let us let us know. Somebody's screaming at their podcast right now. <laughs> right. Uh, s- speak louder into the email. <laughs> Some
1: voice s- to text <laughs> into
0: your <laughs> <laughs> yell at us yeah. via email. So uh so basically Spider Carnage plans to use a uh, time matter duhicular
1: thing thingamajig... a jig. It looks like a projector. It looks like a little projector you'd have right. in your house. I think I had that model actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this show and the like '90s X-Men, and I haven't watched that much of like the other like Fantastic Four or Iron Man cartoons from this era. But there was like, I think it largely comes down to like the strict FCC regulations on shit, but there was like such weird sci-fi stuff yeah. go, going on in, in these Anytime there's a gun shows. Shows. or like a
1: oh yeah a bomb or something like that. It looks as little like that as possible. Yeah. Everything basically resembles like a robot tampon. Right. <laughs> like if it's if it's gonna be uh something that's to be worried about. And the and the and the plots are all are all this
0: kind of shit. It's most interesting with Spider Man and I think that's one of the ways that Spider-Man is one of the most interesting uh comic book characters in that like he can prototypically exist in the like the street level down to earth thing, but then you get shit like this yeah. where he's dealing with this crazy timey wimey Uh, multiverse bullshit that makes no sense. And Spider-Man is like up there with uh, like Peter Parker is up there with Reed Richards and Tony Stark as being one of the smartest characters. So you can believe that he understands all of this nerdy nonsense
1: going on. Uh, Does this series ever have him as uh, uh, Captain Universe? Uh no, I don't think so. Damn. That would be the perfect go to for it. Um Yeah, yeah. That just that just illustrates how how wild it can get whenever he, you know, gets the power cosmic and can, you know, bend reality and shit to fight off Galactus. Very cool.
0: Yeah. One of those one of those things that they never like this show probably goes the furthest with with like Spider Man's development, his trajectory, and it starts with him in college or post college. But even with this they and like they never really progress that far with the character in uh in adaptation. Like movies take too long to get made and so you just Either get him just out of high school or middle of college or whatever, and then shows always get canceled before you get into,
1: <laughs> like before you life. get
0: into that kind of stuff, into like, uh, like the Parker Foundation mm. and, um, and like the Captain Universe or whatever, like all the like interesting like stuff that that Peter Parker does as he gets older in the in the comics. So, uh, the Spider Man's go to, or uh, the Spider's man go to uh, Ben <laughs> Riley's universe and they infiltrate Kingpin's fortress or whatever, because, of course, Kingpin is working with spider carnage in this universe. Uh, and the, the, you know, a big fight scene, bunch of lasers shooting around because, you know, no bullets. <laughs> and the green
1: you goblin you have a giant uh, fucking man spider threaten somebody with his weird uh fangs but you can't have somebody shoot a gun yeah
0: um green so first green goblin shoots armored spider and uh he disappears so that's a, a thing meanwhile uh the eight arm spider man mutates into man spider at like the worst uh, possible moment and just starts wrecking shit and being a yeah a fucking weird ass spider dude.
1: (laughs) I love how like Peter responds to like becoming man spider and basically ceasing to be himself by just going, uh, my mutation sickness (laughs) (laughs) or my mutation (laughs) disease. It's acting up like those are your last words, buddy. Not tell Mary Jane, I love her or whatever.
0: And, uh, and that's the end of, of part one. And,
1: uh, Oh yeah. But notably, uh, at the end, uh, Spider Carnage manages to steal the the transporter and zoom off into another reality. Oh, wait, no, yeah, we end at a cliffhanger right there. Yeah, we end at a cliffhanger right
0: there. Yeah, yeah. Right there.
1: yeah with and Man Spider holding the spider's men aloft.
0: Right. Uh, and before we get to part two, I just want to s- say this episode is brought to you in part by fucking Country Time Squeezy Bottles. Hell yeah. They make... Country Time Lemonade in squeezy bottles now.
1: And it's yeah. fucking awesome. Not a uh, not a sponsor. but <laughs> Not
0: a sponsor, but brought to you in part by. <laughs> the fact that I'm really yeah, enjoying this this absolutely. pink lemonade right now. Mm, damn. There's a couple more in the fridge if you want one. Oh, shit. I may. Okay. Well, with that that out of the way, enjoy your Not a Sponsor. Uh, coming back from the break, Man Spider is just... Reckon everyone's shit, including unfortunately Ben Riley and our uh, main Spider Man. Um, the Beyonder sends the powerless Spider Man there to uh, fuck if I know.
1: Yeah, like, he just hides behind
0: a counter. Yeah, because <laughs> the Beyonder's like, I'll use the last of my powers to transport Man Spider away. Why do Why do you send the kid? Like, why Why do you send the like the useless like? We'll get into it later, but the actor into this <laughs> si- into
1: the situation. Yeah. Uh, y- uh yeah, it was a bad idea on Beyonder's part. I think maybe his his, his dwindling power in this reality is causing him to make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So uh Spidey tries to
0: reason with Fisk, um because Fisk thinks that Spider Carnage is going to help him take over all Mind of reality. Or something, uh, but Spider Carnage is going to just des- destroy all of reality. All reality.
1: All reality. With one bomb. That's pretty impressive. honestly. yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a moment where <laughs> they're all. Uh, uh, Madam Web has been like, "Behold!" And shown <laughs> shown the future in which Spider Carnage is destroying everything. And there's a moment where they show the entire like all of reality exploding, and Spider Man's like, "No, all of Queens is destroyed." <laughs> Also the world. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, whatever.
0: Um But it actually kinda works. Like Fisk, especially in this show, uh and it's one of the reasons why I I hope that they bring uh Spider Man down to a street level uh post no way home in the MCUs because Fisk is such an interesting Uh, like antagonist. Yeah, at at this at the street level because he's powerless besides being really fucking strong. But he's
1: his institutional power.
0: Yeah, and he's really like he's really smart, and he's not like vengeful. He's just like he's just a he's a really effective capitalist. (laughs) Yeah, and that's like a really interesting uh, opponent for like a Daredevil or a Spider-Man
1: yeah. to, the to first, have to uh, deal with. Yeah, the first season of the Daredevil series, uh, Fisk is the main antagonist, and it's I think it's really well done like that. It's, I mean, especially fucking Vincent D'Onofrio playing right. him, it's perfect. But yeah, he, he definitely elevates the material. Uh, but in the chaos,
0: Spider Carnage starts the countdown because of... Of course, there's a there's a countdown. There's
1: a 20 minute timer on this bomb, by the way, and (laughs) every time we cut back to it, like every 30 seconds or so, it's lost like five minutes. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's cartoon logic for For sure, for sure, for sure.
0: I would love to see uh, like a a cartoon, like a superhero cartoon that has like 24. Timing. Oh, where it's like, like yeah, it's it in real time. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so Ben Riley finds the transporter, or what the fuck ever, uh, but they still have to stop the bomb because it's powerful enough to blow up the the building. Uh, and Madame Web transports them away just in time, but Spider Carnage goes to Armored Spider's dimension to uh to try again so our main character spider-man is transported there and experiences public adulation for the first time and runs into armored spider's fiance a certain Gwendolyn
1: Stacy yeah <laughs> she's scolding Peter for being weird right he's just not putting it together for a second that like he, she's not from his reality or he's it's just weird. Oh. He's he's got a he's got a. I can for I mean I can forgive Gwen for yeah. not
0: piecing together what's what's going on. Um, I mean she's, you know, she, she's two two turns shy of a stiff neck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she's like uh, Peter. I'm always bending over backwards for you. You're <laughs> such a pain in my neck.
0: <laughs> so, but. But okay, before we get to to Peter's thing here, first Peter finds armored spiders, uh, spider bot. Mm -hmm. But uh, spider carnage gets control of it first, so there's a whole thing with
1: with that. Yeah, uh, it's it's voice commanded, like like on the same level that uh, a weird. Toy I had in the '90s was where you would just shout commands at it, and it just right. does whatever you say, as long as it's, I guess, Peter Parker saying it or a Spider-Man saying it. And uh, yeah, so they they just give it conflicting commands enough it, times for it to malfunction and, right. and explode. Because that's that's how uh, that's how tech works. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like,
0: I mean, like, so we work. Uh, Like, primarily, outside of doing this podcast, we, like, we make music, and we so we're, like, constantly on the computer, like, mixing and producing and recording and stuff. And, you know, there are... uh, There are headaches that come with that almost constantly of things, like, going wrong and overloading and freezing. Could you imagine if, like, every time Reason
1: crashed, your Your computer computer just (laughs) exploded? exploded. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Man, also just, like, the fucking... The voice command thing is wild to me. Because, like, Peter could just get, like, frustrated and just be like, ah, oh, fuck it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so getting back to Peter. Peter runs into this
0: universe's MJ. And. I love you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I okay. want to marry you.
1: <laughs> he immediately just starts, like, picking up where he left off with his MJ. Right. And she's like, "Um, who are you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> strange in, man?" In spite of all the crazy, timey, wimey multiverse
0: bullshit that Spider-Man has dealt with Don't in the past couple me? of weeks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still doesn't seem to get that this is not his MJ. Uh, so, so yeah, I can forgive Gwen for not going. What's going on, Peter? You should know better, buddy. You should have <laughs> an uh, have some grasp on on what's going on here. Um so in this reality, Wilson Fisk is Peter's lawyer and somehow even sleazier and yeah. even more of a piece of shit well, than he's a lawyer now? Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh he betrays Spider-Man and aligns with Spider-Carnage.
1: Um yeah, I think the only thing slimier and more greedy than like uh, a billionaire who like is completely insulated from any consequences is all of his weird little torgos that are surrounding him and and yeah. vying for his uh uh influence and and you know, waiting to stab him in the back, basically. Right. So that's that's what Fisk is doing.
0: Uh Gwen saves Peter because she is the smarter one in this reality. At least pieces pieces <laughs> together that the uh, fucking weirdo is not her, is not her Peter, and he yeah. confronts Spider Carnage. And my Peter would never wear blackface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and blackface Spider Man or Spider Carnage I- uh, kidnaps Gwen. Um, and so Spider Man realizes that. The way to stop spider carnage is not to stop spider carnage, but to uh, find a way to relate to him and understand him. So he sets off to find uh, Uncle Ben, because this is the one reality. He figures, well, the Spider-Man of this reality is a complete douchebag. So he must have never seen Uncle Ben die. And he's (laughs) right about that, actually. Uncle Ben does exist in this universe. And so Peter uh, goes off to find him while Spider Carnage is about to destroy the city. Uh, And so Uncle Ben confronts uh, this universe, or Spider Carnage. And Spider Carnage, or uh, Peter, Spider or Peter Carnage comes to his senses, but he can't seem to get rid of the symbiote. Mm-hmm. And so, since the FCC says no guns, he basically kills himself in the nerdiest way possible. He jumps into a
1: portal. Yeah. And we never see where he ends up. Right. Which, that feels like a loose end, but th- that's fine. Yeah. There's just a spider carnage out there somewhere, and where is he? Ah. In space? Yeah, sure. Carnage can uh, exist in space. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Peter would just die, and then right. he would... Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Like I said, it's it's very much a, like, self-sacrifice, um, like, honorable suicide kind of thing, but yeah. they can't show that, so we're going to jump into a portal and disappear from reality or what the fuck ever.
1: So, so Peter's like, he takes one last time to have a long, wet kiss with Uncle Ben, and... Yeah. <laughs> He tells him how much he's gonna he's gonna miss him, and he'll always have him in his heart. And Uncle Ben's like, uh, "Okay," because <laughs> he doesn't uh, he, he has no way of knowing that he's dead in Peter's reality. Right. So, well,
0: Peter did explain everything going on going on to him. You'd think he would say like, "Oh, you by the you way, you that? you die." It was kind of my fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have stopped it. Maybe you die in every other reality. So, uh, so make sure that yeah. your your nephew doesn't join any wrestling league wrestling leagues or whatever <laughs> so back at madam webb's house or whatever uh she sends spider-man to useless spider-man's dimension where spider-man is a comic book character and he meets
1: stan lee the sole person responsible for his creation right according to this <laughs> cartoon yeah and Stan Lee is uh, sundowning in his office <laughs> and has a half of a conversation about a foot away from his telephone as he's uh, right <laughs> t- describing the fact that Spider-Man has just popped in. Uh, Jeez, a real Spider-Man. <laughs> and so after they have a little, uh, little
0: heart-to-heart on top of a building and uh, Spider-Man leaves Stan there to die. Yeah. Uh, after that mind-breaking meta that just happened, yeah. Spider-Man and Madam Web set off to find the real b- real MJ. Yeah, when, when
1: Stan Lee sees Madam Web, he's like, geez, is she down to fuck? <laughs> 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 Who's that exotic lady? You think she let me bust inside?
0: <laughs> they set off to find the real Mary Jane Watson in a cliffhanger that has not been resolved in 25 years. Rad. And that is the end of...
1: Our story. I wonder if this Spider-Man appeared in um, across the Spider Verse at all.
0: I believe
1: so. In the in the background at all? That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, I,
0: I think so. Um, yeah. I know that. Um, Sp- Spider-Man Unlimited, which was like oh yeah, the like the follow up yeah. to to this uh, was was in there. And I know that uh, spectacular was in there. I think he actually got a speaking line. Um.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm. Sh- oh yeah. I think one of the the it was in like one of the captions whenever they're describing like the fates of all s- Spider Man or yeah, F- like the yeah one of the canon events I think is footage of this series maybe. Uh.
0: I believe you're. I believe you're right. Uh, I mean, this is such like a s- doc design of of Spider-Man without like a lot of f-
1: uh. What's what sort I'm looking for here? Like, there's not a lot of u- uniquity to it. Like yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, just wait. Does he have the webbing under his arms in this? I can't. No, he, no, doesn't. he doesn't. Yeah, no. is that in unlimited where that starts happening? I think so. Yeah,
0: he's got like the web cape in unlimited. Yeah. And he's got like the, like, more. Bl- it was that weird time in like nineteen ninety eight, where like everything started getting like a lot more shadow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like a lot of like dark lines and and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so that's that's the end of of this series. Um. I I always felt like I didn't didn't know the show was canceled. I always felt that, like, it's a cliffhanger, like, ending it on, like, we're going to go find the real Mary Jane. Because if you haven't watched the last season, um, or I guess, like, the last couple of seasons, at the end of season four, I believe, instead of Mary Jane being killed by the Green Goblin... Uh, she falls into a portal into another dimension, and there's a clone of MJ that Peter marries. He finds out she's a clone, and so blah 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 blah. But I always just kind of felt like we're off to another, another adventure because there'll always be another adventure, and never really felt like that strong of a like of a cliffhanger. Peter's gonna find MJ, they're gonna live happily ever after. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, it's not like. Like, Spectacular Ends, which if you haven't watched Spectacular Spider-Man, watch it. It's the best Spider-Man thing ever outside of the comics. Ends with uh, him and Gwen basically, like, confronting their feelings with each other. And then Disney got the animation rights and so ended that show on a real cliffhanger. Like, where the fuck does this go from here? So, like, I feel like this is more... A little bit more conclusive yeah. than other shows have been.
1: If if MJ was in the frame, it would be more like more of a button on it. But it right. does feel like the end vibe, like the the conversation he's having with Stan Lee at the end, he's saying like, Well, now that I've done all this bullshit, I'm finally happy to be myself and it's gonna be smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah, that's which anytime a person feels that way, it's never the case. But right. <laughs> well that's the thing, like y-
0: Obviously, you from here you go to wherever MJ is and save her. But like escalation wise, where do you go from
1: saving all of reality? Yeah, yeah. with
0: the other Spider Man and like fighting alongside the Avengers and all of that in the last arc, and meeting Stan Lee and coming to our universe or a like a parallel of, yeah, of our universe. The
1: Fantastic Four are real in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Or were the Fantastic Four just real, and Stanley just ripped him off? Right, in <laughs> one of his comic series, superheroes. Yeah. So, where are we now? Where do we go from here?
0: Um, well, that's a that's a good question. Um, I mean, we say goodbye, and yep. next month. Um, I and mean we usually decide these things at the last minute, but I don't know, while we're here, anything that, that strikes your fancy of something to do for, for next month's locking of couches? Mm
1: I don't know. I, I, I want to be moved by, by the, the vapors, you know, I want to, I want to be inspired to to whatever direction we end up in. Right. Because this made sense with the uh, release of uh, Across the Spider-Verse pretty recently. Right. And, um, let's see. What has been... What's coming out? Is there anything coming out? Um. Let's
0: see. New Transformers just came out. Uh, the Flash movie either just came out or is about to come out. Uh, Indy 5 is coming out. Oh my God! The Turtles movie, which I'm yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited about.
1: Okay, that's something we could do. Yeah, we did do an episode or two of the that uh, the original series.
0: Yeah, we did that with the classic couch Lock, which you can watch over on uh, YouTube.com/slash Indie Carnival. Yeah, uh, or at Indie Carnival because YouTube changed their like URL search function, but. Look us up. You'll find it. Uh, We watched Unidentified
1: Flying Leonardo, which is a really fun episode. Oh, my God. I remember, uh, like, a breakaway uh, hillbilly character from that episode. That was very charming. Uh, That's coming out August 2nd. So We we could watch the weird uh, one that came out in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember that one? It was, Uh, like, in the... It kinda like G.I. Joe it was made by the people that made G.I. Joe, I think. Alright. I could get down get down with that. Yeah, I think we might do that next month. So
0: look forward to that. Uh I don't know, those are probably probably come out uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, so listen to Episode thirty seven, I believe, of uh Podmon and Episode fifteen? Of uh, of Metapod on Monday and Friday respectively, and we'll be back doing another one of these probably some some turtling next month. Uh, until then, thank you for listening, like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.
1: Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Uh, we're finally. I'm finally happy with this podcast i'm finally uh happy to be myself and uh oh shit a portal (laughs) (laughs) see you guys next time bye